Okay, time now for our main feature of the evening. Way back in about 2006, when the Icebox Radio Theater was just getting started, I thought it'd be fun to do a mystery series. Uh, but what sort of mysteries happen in this basically peaceful town? Then I happened to think about some of my favorite TV shows from the 1970s, cop shows like Columbo, McMillan and Wife, Heart to Heart, and I thought, hey, let's do a show like that. Fun, light, and the good guy always solves the mystery in 30 to 60 minutes. And since that first Scoop Sisters episode graced the airwaves, it's become our most popular and most requested feature by far. So now, for the first time in what we decide, five years? Yes. For the first time in five years, we're proud to present an original Scoop Sisters episode. Stand by now as the Icebox Radio Theater presents the Scoop Sisters in Flood of Riches. yesterday putting up sandbags. Basement's as dry as a bone. Oh, yeah? Yeah, so... Appreciate it, but I'm fine. Dry, dry as a bone, you say? That's right. Well, okay. If you're sure. I am. I totally am. Completely. Okay, okay, then. You take care. Thanks. God, that was close. Now, where are you, my treasure? Where are you? There I was, 30-something, divorced, and a victim of the economy. So I did what any independent, self-respecting woman would do. I ran home to mother. That would be plenty traumatic for most women, but with my mother, it is something else. Melody, come and get your wheat germ before the organic honey congeals. Or should I say some time else? The 60s, to be exact. But Mom stays active, running the local newspaper. The Nutcase, Volume 1, Issue 1. Dateline, Icebox. Mayor silent on the pothole issues. What corruption is he hiding? I keep busy keeping up with mom, but we've done some good in our little town. In fact, we've solved so many local mysteries that townspeople have taken to calling us... The Scoop Sisters in Color. Starring Karen Schickel as Mel. Hyrith Boyer as Pete. Ayla McIntosh as Dana, and featuring tonight's special guest star, Victoria Olson, returning in the role of Jasmine. Tonight's episode, Blood of Riches. Mom? Yes, dear? Would you get over here and help me with these sandwiches? We're expecting another crew to come eat any minute. Now look at this. I got some great quotes. Mother, 
We're supposed to be helping with the sandbagging. The newspaper can wait. Are you kidding? This is the story of the century. Oil company attacks innocent town. We can't print that. We'll get sued. And we didn't get attacked by oil companies. We got flooded. Oh, same thing. Oil companies don't make it rain, Mother. And they certainly don't make it rain this much. But there is some real science to suggest And that uh, you were the one who wanted to come down here and volunteer. Oh, and speaking of, I scored us some prime sandbagging duty. What? I thought we were making sandwiches. Putting two perfectly capable women on food prep is misogynistic. I insisted on sandbagging. It is not misogynistic. It is sexist. And I didn't bring my boots. Oh, come on, Mel. Let's show them what two middle-aged Amazons can do. Uh, I'm middle-aged. You are more like dark ages. Well, then it's time for a renaissance. Let's go. Put another one right there, I think. This is kind of fun, like building a dam at the beach. It's exactly like building a dam at the beach. Because if we don't get this wall solid, Mr. Henderson's house will float away. Well, we're doing fine, honey. I took a course in hydraulic engineering freshman year, you know. Oh, ah, breach! Maybe that was electrical engineering. We gotta get this hole plugged up or the whole wall will collapse. Wait, wait, shift these over? Oh, oh, I see what you're doing. Yeah, hang on. Huh. Good thinking, Mom. Turning the sandbags that way really plugged the leak. It'd be better with a 33% easement against the surface size of the lake, but this should be fine. Mom? Maybe it was hydraulic engineering after all. Let me get some more bags and we can... You know, ow! Oh, what, what happened, honey? Did you stub your toe? Yes, on that rock or whatever it is. Well, I didn't see that before. Must have just flowed through the gap in our dam. How can a rock that size get pushed around by some water? Oh, you'd be surprised what water can do. <gasps> and look, it isn't a rock. What? Well, brush the mud off there and... <gasps> It's a lockbox. Hmm. No lock. It's pretty banged up. Lock probably got knocked off when this glass rusted. It looks like it's been in the lake for years. Mom, you shouldn't be uh, opening that. Come on, Mel. What did you think? This was a mine or something? Or something, yes. Who knows what could be stashed in there or living in there? Someone's old papers? A box of junk? Well, this is junk. I want to go through this guy's trash. Wait. Are those diamonds? Oh, I wouldn't hazard a guess, but those rings are definitely gold. And the other stones. Emerald. Ruby. Oh, there's a fortune here, Mel. A fortune that fell right in our laps. press room, dear. Don't you feel a little silly calling the breakfast nook the press room? Not in the least. You worried you'll eat a lead story in place of pancakes? Ha! Huh. 
funny. I met with Mr. Lundeen. <gasps> what did he say? Well, he said a real appraisal will take a few days, but he was impressed. He said the whole cash could end up to being over a million dollars. Wow, we're rich. No, we're not. Oh, can't you indulge me one little fantasy? Oh, no. I know that tone of voice. What you call one little fantasy is completely real to you, and you'll fight anyone who says otherwise. Fine, it's not a fantasy, but it is legally ours. How? Finders Keepers. In what law book is Finders Keepers a thing? Salvage Law. I've been reading about it on Reddit. Salvage Law is murky at best. In fact, it seems like an excuse for men to argue over stuff. But the general principle is Finders Keepers. We found the jewels, we get to keep them. Uh, we found them on Mr. Henderson's property. Oh, I already called him. He's agreed to split it, 50-50. You what? Mother, you shouldn't go getting that poor man's hopes up. This will probably be tied up in the courts for months, maybe years. Oh, I'm not in it for the money. Although a new car would be nice. Well, that's true. I am in it for the story. You want to hear the result of my extensive research? Uh, the extensive research you've done in the half hour I was gone? This cache of jewels we found is, without a doubt, the lost treasure of light-fingered Louis. What? It has to be. People don't just dump a million dollars worth of jewels in the lake. And who is a more likely suspect than the most nefarious jewel thief in Icebox history? First of all, light-fingered Louie doesn't exist. Larry down at the Busy Bee would disagree. Larry down at the Busy Bee peddles fake Bigfoot photos to tourists. Those photos are authenticated by National Geographic. Yeah, yeah, but not that National Geographic. The National Geographic Larry uses is run by a sovereign citizen nutcase from Arizona. Well, still... What were we talking about? Light-fingered Louis. Right, right. Most famous jewel thief in these parts. He isn't from these parts any more than Bigfoot is. He's a rumor started by some guys in a bar. Who recognized him and reported him to the FBI. Well, Louis, not Bigfoot. <laughs> I followed that, yes. The point is some guys were jealous of a rich family that summered out on the lake so when the story of a Parisian jewel thief got out... <laughs> oh, it makes me tingle just hearing that. Parisian made, jewel thief. They made up the story to get back at a man who just happened to be French and apparently treated some workmen rather snootily. Well, of course he was snooty. He was French. The point is, there was never any proof that man was anything but snooty. He certainly wasn't a jewel thief. Then how do you explain the jewels we found? A million dollars. Not in a jewelry box, but in a metal lockbox, looking like it's been in the lake for years. Face it, Mel, this is a real mystery. Well, you got me there. Good. Now, light-fingered Louie wanted Excuse to... me, Mom, I uh, need to go out again. What? No, I was about to win the argument. <laughs> oh, no. You weren't.
Thank you for seeing me, Mr. Henderson. Oh, just Pete's fine. And don't worry about it. I owe you and your ma for all the work you did last week. I don't know how much difference our sandbags made. Oh, you can't keep this lake in her place when she means to flood. But what you did helped. My house would be gone otherwise. Now, what was it you wanted to know? About the currents out there. Now, there are currents, right? Yep. Main channel runs right out there, about 50 yards. Uh, from east to west. Uh, from east uh, down, down to the lake. Uh, you, you reach the mouth of the river in town. Interesting. Well, what do you mean? Well, I'm thinking of that box of jewels and why it came to rest in your yard. I'm trying to figure out where it started from. Oh, bottom of the lake, I suppose. Yes, but which part? Oh, what's that? What's what? That, there's something floating out there along the shore. Oh, 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 I see it there. Hey, hang on. Be careful. Just a bit of dock that broke off somewhere. We'll probably see bits and pieces like this until the ice sets in. Can I see that, please? Take it if you like. It's that plastic wood stuff. I'm thinking about replacing my deck with that. It's supposed to be better in the wet. There's some kind of design on here. Oh, yeah? Let me see. Well, sure. That's the letter D. Must be a piece of Dana's dock. Dana? Dana Pennyworth. Uh, she lives right across the channel there. Uh, the big house. She likes putting her monogram on things. Dana. Dana Pennyworth. Sure. Uh, about five summers ago, she moved back to town and built that big mansion. Bought the whole island, too. Made a ton of money in Hollywood, I heard. Dana. Dana Pennyworth. You, uh, all right there, Melody? What? Oh, sorry, I lost in my thoughts, I guess. Dana would have been in your class, wouldn't she? Yes, yes she was. We, uh, did not get along. Well, that's a shame. She seems real popular now. Always throwing big parties on her island, and if any garbage lands in the lake, it ends up in my yard. Really? You bet. Current just sort of flows that way. Thank you, Pete. You have been a big help. Mother! No is wrong. I've done it. I've solved the case. Wonderful. What case? Uh, the case of where the jewels came from. And what's more, I am going to see that the perpetrator is brought to justice. That's good. What perpetrator? What? What perpetrator? I, I thought this was a case of precious gems that washed up on shore. Well, it is, but someone had to put those gems in the lake to begin with, right? And you don't just throw a fortune into the lake unless you've got a nefarious reason to do it. I... Yes. Someone thinks she's going to get away with this, but she didn't count on me. Sweetheart, maybe you better start at the beginning. She thinks she's so smart. 
I'm going to show her that. Mel, you've got that scary look in your eye. What's up? Dana Pennyworth. Oh, Carl and Dee Dee Pennyworth's girl? Of course. How many Pennyworths we got in this town? She moved back a few years ago and lives in a mansion on the lake. I know. You do? Well, yes. I did that whole expose on the criminal distribution of wealth in this country hidden as a real estate article. You mean that wasn't a real estate article? Yeah, I, I kind of fumbled that one. Instead of a scathing indictment of modern robber barons and their corporate lackeys, it, it turned out as a pleasant read about fancy houses. I'll say. I wanted to buy a house on the lake after that. Well, anyway, Dana Pennyworth's house was featured prominently, though I left her name out of it for your sake. What? Why? The murderous gleam you get in your eye whenever you talk about her. I do not get a murderous gleam. You have it right now. You should see it. <gasps> you look like the jilted girlfriend who turns out to be the murderer in a slasher movie. Well... If I expressed some anger, I had reason. You two didn't get along, that's true, but don't you think it's time to let bygones be bygones? Cool off a little. I've cooled. It's just... Yes? Her vote kept me from being an officer on the Honor Society. Cooled, right. She wasn't even going to audition for the Fantastics until she found out I wanted the lead... Then she tried out and took it from me. But you were in that play and you were wonderful. I was bearded lady number three. And the coup de grace? Oh, I'm sure it was nothing. It was everything. It was Billy Thunder. Billy Thunder? Well, his name was actually Billy Koplowski, but in third grade, he farted really loud in gym class. And the nickname stuck. Oh, poor boy. No, no. He owned it. And I wanted to invite him to the winter dance senior year because I had a crush. You had a crush on the fart boy? He wasn't the fart boy by then, Mother. He was just a handsome boy who danced really well. And I wanted to go with him. But Dana Pennyworth... Beat me to the punch. Well, that doesn't sound so bad. Barbie Klein's best friend, Mindy Carter, who was in Dana's clique, said that Dana was supposed to be in the cities that weekend on a shopping trip with her mom. But Barbie said Mindy said Dana threw a huge tantrum when she found out I was going to ask out Billy and made her mom move the trip to the next weekend just so she could ask him to the dance and steal my thunder. And this is why you think she threw a chest of jewels in the lake? No. I don't have any idea why she threw a chest of jewels into the lake, but I bet she did it, and I'm going to find out why. We have to talk to that woman. We do? Of course we do. Why wouldn't we? Well, I'm just thinking... Now, don't take this the wrong way, Melody, but I'm thinking maybe you're not totally objective on the subject of Dana Pennyworth need to be objective. I'm right. That's not how it works. I'm going to the island, Mother, and we are going to have this out once and for all. I want 
want to thank you again for taking us over, Pete. Oh, no worries. Just a hop, skip, and a jump anyways. Well, we shouldn't be long. Just long enough. Well, what was that? Nothing. Well, we got a little problem here. Uh, the mansion is a gaudy monstrosity? Nope. No dock. Must have lost it in the flood. I was afraid of that. What do you mean? Well, during the worst of it, I came over to check on Dana. She was out here digging around in the muck on shore. Trying to save her dock? No, she was digging further up that way. Must have been looking for something. But the dock didn't look so good. Not surprised it broke and floated off. Yep, well, no dock. That's a shame. Let's go back. What? What? No dock, no way in. Time to head back. No, Mother, I am getting to the bottom of this. How do you plan on getting on the island? Swim, if I have to. Well, it would be a shame getting all wet if the place is deserted. And it looks pretty deserted. Hey! Mel! Goodness, gave me a heart attack. I saw someone in that window. Hey, you! Show yourself! Melody! Sorry, but I can see her in there behind those curtains. Well, maybe if you gave a friendly wave, she'd come out. Yoo-hoo! See? Pete, is that you? Uh, howdy, neighbor. Doc looks a little worse for wear. Well, that doc floated away in the flood. We still have two others. Unbelievable. Can I help you, Pete? I'm just playing fairy man today, Dana. It's these folks who want to see you. Hello there. Uh, Jasmine Reynolds from the Nutcase? From the what? The shopper. Oh, can I, can I help you? Well, we were wondering if we could speak to you a moment. It won't take any time at all, I promise. Well, I'm kind of busy today, and... It's about a lost item. Very valuable. Um, maybe you should come up. Uh-huh. Thought that might spark her memory. Pete, head that way along the shore for about 50 yards. The south dock is there. Yep. <laughs> Thank you very much for seeing us, Dana. Yes, but... But, uh, we do have some questions. First question. Remember me? Of course I remember you, Melody. Aha! I'm sorry, what? Oh, pay her no mind. She always gets a little excited on an investigation. (laughs) Well, and what is it you're investigating exactly? I think you know. Mel, I really don't think she knows. Fine. Last week, during the height of the flooding, something interesting washed up in Pete's backyard, and he said the prevailing currents flow from your island. Oh, is that what this is about? I'm sorry, Pete? Yep. Did you want to come and join us? Uh, no thanks. Just looking after the boat. I can hear you fine from here. Well, I'm sorry stuff keeps washing up on your beach. It's all right. Okay, is is that all you wanted? Not by a long shot. Don't you want to know what washed up? If it was garbage, I apologize. 
Sometimes my guests have a bit too much to drink and things end up in the lake. We've all made mistakes in that state, haven't we, when we have a little too much? It wasn't garbage. And it's unlikely that someone put this in the water by accident. You mean it was put in on purpose? Yes. Well, why? To hide it. What I want to know, Dana, is how exactly you came to own this island. <sighs> I beg your pardon? Your dad was a teacher, right? Well, yes, both mom and dad were. So how exactly did you go from a teacher's kid to a millionaire? I don't see how that's any of your business. Or what it could possibly have to do with garbage washing up on Pete's beach. We'll get to that in good time. It was Jules. Mother! Well, you were taking forever. It wasn't garbage that washed up on Pete's beach. It was a chest of jewels. Gold rings, diamonds, rubies. A, a regular pirate's chest. You mean like light-fingered Louie? Oh, there, you see. See what? That's where the story is. Light-fingered Louis' treasures uncovered at last. But I thought that was just a folk tale. So did we till his treasure turned up. We do not know it's his treasure. We don't know it's Dana's either. Wait, is that what this is about? You think I threw a chest of jewels into the lake? How else could you afford to buy an entire island and build this McMansion on it? Uh, McMansion? I'll have you know this home is traditionally built with Scandinavian craftsmanship and tasteful Northwoods accents. What does that even mean? I don't know. It's from the brochure. <laughs> Back up a second. Are you thinking I stole those jewels? It seems like a distinct possibility. And you think I used the proceeds from that theft by all of this? Is that a confession? No, but it is a question. And since I'm asking... Bring it on, sister. If you think I'm a jewel thief... Yes? And I used stolen jewels to buy this estate... Right! Then how exactly did I pay for it all if my stolen jewels were at the bottom of the lake? You know, I was wondering that, too. Uh... Really, Melody, I know, um, we, I know we had our disagreements back in high school, but you can't honestly think I'm a crook. Oh, yes, she can. You should hear her go on about it. Mother! Well, I'm sorry Pete had to bring you all this way for such a ridiculous idea. That's all right. I've got three nice big sunnies off your dock. Well, I'm glad something good came of this. I don't know how I can clear my name, but I suppose if you want me to swear before a judge... Oh, no, no, that's fine. Things just got a little out of hand. Right, Mel? Wait. Wait. I can figure this out. Figure what out? There must be... Well, that is... Oh, shoot. Melody, look at me, please. I am terribly sorry for all the things I did back in high school. I was so insecure, and you were so pretty and smart, and you just had this way of taking over every room you marched into. I did? I overreacted, and I was a real witch, rhymes with. Oh. And Bill Koplowski got really drunk at the winter dance and threw up all over my green satin Nordstrom's dress. Well, that does make me feel a little better. So what do you say? Truce? Of course. I'm such an idiot. 
No. I'm sorry. I just... It's you fine. Know, it's just... There was so much stress over the flood, and the paper is 24-7, and... I understand. <laughs> this is good. Yeah. And now for my reason for coming over. What? You're not the only one with sneaky ulterior motives, Mel. Dana? Yes? I want to profile you for the paper. Oh, I'd, I'd really rather you not. No, no, you're a rags-to-riches story. Local girl makes good. People will love to read about it. To start with, I understand you went to Hollywood, is that right? Uh, I really don't want to talk about that. So it's true, then. Well, I didn't say that. Well, then how did you afford all this? I mean, <laughs> we, we know it wasn't jewel theft. <laughs> yes, well, I'd still rather not talk about that. Oh, right, but you did go out west, correct? I said I'd rather not talk about it. Was it Los Angeles? San Francisco? Seattle? No comment. How about just a little comment? No. Was there a scandal out there? Mother. No, and I think you should leave now. Did you work in the movies? Did you make, oh, you know, dirty movies? Okay, that's it. Pete? Yep. Get these two out of here. Come on, Mother. Wait a minute. I, ju I just have one or two more questions. Look, I don't want to talk to you. I don't want to answer any questions, and I want you off of this island right now. Oh, I'm sorry. Please, just go. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Come on, Mom. Well, I, I, just, I, I didn't go. Mean... <laughs> well, that was... I don't know what that was. I feel terrible. Well, you have nothing to feel terrible for. I, on the other hand, made her cry. We must have really upset her. It is so embarrassing. I don't know what to do. <sighs> Tea? I guess. I suppose you could write your light-fingered Louie story. Oh, my heart just wouldn't be in it now. Maybe we should just ignore the treasure altogether. It's a pretty big story, Mom. I know. Small item, page four. Ugh. We at least need a picture. Well, that reminds me. What arrangements did you make for the chest? When the appraiser was done, First National agreed to lock it in their vault. Well, didn't Sam want to keep it in evidence down at the police station? Evidence at the police station is in a back room with a padlock on the door. Sam wanted something a bit more secure. Well, the bank should let us in for a picture. I would hope so. Sam can stand guard if he wants. Hello? Uh, Melody, thank goodness. you got to come down to my cabin right away. What is it, Pete? What's wrong? The jewels. That appraiser fella, he brought them back here by mistake. He what? Yeah, uh, showed up with the whole chest. Well, send him to First National. We made arrangements there. That's the thing. Just as he showed up, Dana did too. What? Dana came up in her boat. Uh, she had a gun. Uh, took the chest and sped off. Did she head back to her island? For now, anyway, but I don't think she's going to stay there long. All right, Pete, call the cops. Mom and I are headed your way. What, what are you coming here for? We need to get back to Dana. I got a feeling we can talk her down from whatever she's got planned... And I don't think the police will be as generous. Can you take us over to her place? Well, uh, okay. 
but hurry. Shut off the motor. Look, her, her boat's still here. Yeah. Come on, Mom. Pete, stay with the boats. Do not let her get away. Sure thing. Are you dead certain about this plan, Mel? I feel like she and I have a real connection from earlier. I think I can talk her out of whatever she's got planned. Well, unless her plan involves shooting all of us in the head and dumping our bodies in the lake. Say what now? Why pick now, of all times, to go dark, Mother? Oh, I'm sorry. It's, it's that new Twilight Zone series I've been binging. Just come on. Can you see anything? It's a glass door. So, yes. Right, right. It looks like she's packing. And she's covered all the furniture. A little early to be clearing out for the season. And there are clothes sticking out of the sides of those bags. She packed in a rush. Well, what do we do? Maybe we should go back and call the police? Or... Mother! In for a penny. Come on. Excuse me! <laughs> My God, you gave me a heart attack. Same here. What are you people doing here? I have nothing to say to you. Okay, okay. Let's all just calm down. No! My life is falling apart and it's all because of you. What? You people are harassing me and trespassing and I'm going to call the cops. Oh, yeah? Go ahead and call the authorities. going to be awful tough for you to get away with that chest when you're in handcuffs. <laughs> Well, now I feel bad. It's it's okay, Dana. No, it's not. Everyone's gonna know. Well, I suppose, but if you give the chest back... Give it back? Yes, you'll have to. You people are sick. It's my chest. Look, it wasn't yours to begin with. Well, I know that, but I paid for it. Waitressing double shifts for months. Uh... What? I mean, when I headed out there, I thought 36B would be plenty, but no. They said I wasn't a good enough actress for a B-cup, so I had to make the jump. But when I showed them, I showed them all what a woman can do in Hollywood. Do you get the feeling we're missing something? Very much so. Dana? What? Did you steal a chest of jewels? We've been over that. Of course not. No, no. I mean, just now, over at Pete's place. Did you motor over there and take the jewel chest away from the appraiser at gunpoint? What are you talking about? No. Well, then why all this frantic packing? You... You mean you don't know? Well, I wouldn't ask if I did, dear. So, you're not going to do a horrible expose about how I paid for all this? Well, you made it in Hollywood, right? Yeah? Well, I'm sure the story's not horrible. Unless you mean doing porn or something. Dana? 
let's go with the or something. If we promise not to print it, would you tell us? Just for our own satisfaction, you understand she's very nosy. Mother! Hush. Would you tell us? <sighs> it was the 80s. Porky's had been a huge hit, and the studios realized the movie theaters weren't really enforcing the R rating. It was supposed to be no one under 17 admitted, but they were letting everyone in. So everyone in Hollywood started making R-rated movies aimed at teens, you know? Exploitation films, mostly slasher movies and comedies. Comedies? Jiggle flicks, dear. Skinamax. Mother! No, she's right. <laughs> little boob, a little backside. We could clear five or six hundred percent profit. We had it down to a science. I could tell you exactly how much skin to show to get by with just an R rating and still sell well in Southeast Asia. So, you were, I mean, uh... An actress? At first, yes. <laughs> but when I realized how quick and messy the scripts were coming together, I, I started writing. And when they realized I could write, they let me direct a couple. They thought having a female director would keep the women's groups off their backs. With the people I met, I managed to get funding for my first feature, and voila, I was an independent producer. I even won a special award one year. Stupidly left it out on the dock right before the flood, and one of those drunk Hollywood idiots knocked it onto the beach. Hollywood idiots? Oh, I still have industry friends come and visit me from time to time. Kind of gives me a chance to relive my glory days. Well, Pete said he saw you digging for something on the beach. Were you looking... My award, yeah. Oh. I found it, but it needs to be cleaned and polished. Here. Hmm. 1987. Women in Film Awards. Producer of the Year. Well, this is a wonderful story, Dana. I'd love to write it up. Well, I was getting ready to leave town for fear you'd do just that. But, Dana... Mother, take it easy. If she doesn't want the town knowing about her former... Career, I think we should respect her wishes. Well, is that your wish? That nobody finds out I made beach blanket boing boing and horny resort? No, I would rather they not. One question, though. Uh, what was that you said earlier about paying for a chest with double shifts? I uh, think about it, dear. She didn't say she paid for a chest. She said she paid for her chest. Consider the kind of movies she was making. Oh. Yep. Got these beauties in Burbank. The surgeon was having a two-for-one sale. Uh, wouldn't they all be two-for-one sales? <laughs> I see your confusion, but he went up two cup sizes for the uh, price of one. Ah. Uh. Oh, well, we're, we're, we're so sorry we disturbed you, Dana. And if you'll agree to stay... I would like to do an article on you. Collaboratively, of course. Well, let me think about it. I mean, I suppose I was being a bit hasty with the whole fleeing into the night thing. So you really didn't know anything about a chest of jewels? Nothing. I guess that part's still a mystery. <sighs> well, what the... Hey, Pete's boat is leaving! Well, that's strange. That's you, Melody. What? That's your phone. How you can hear that, I will never know. 
Oh, it's a voicemail from Pete. Oh, he's probably explaining why he left. I'll put it on speaker. Uh, hey, uh, Mel, real sorry I had to run. Hoping Dana can give you and Jasmine a ride back to the mainland. No, that's no problem. So, there's something I wanted to tell you both, and I feel real bad about the whole thing, but I ain't been exactly honest with you. See, Mel, you really gotta let your mom do that story on light-fingered Louie. Because, uh, well, there's something about me you don't understand. I have the utmost respect for you and the great love in my heart for this whole community. But there comes a time when all of us must move on. What's he saying? It is time for me to say au revoir, ma chérie. Icebox was a magnifique guiding place, but in my sunken chest made its way to the surface because of the flood. Well, c'est la guerre. That's life. And please, do not blame your oppressor friend for returning the jewels to me. I called him and told him the police wanted the jewels brought here. And like so many in your little village, is too trusting. Oh, my. By the time you get back to the shore, I will be long gone. Please, do not look for me. I should have to do something desperate if our paths cross again. Oh, one final request. Please, ask your mother to come up with a better name than Light-Fingered Louie. It lacks gravitas. No? Well, he's not wrong. Au revoir, mademoiselle. And think of this day as the day you almost got a Frenchman. Wow. Pete is Light-Fingered Louie? Apparently so. No, he's not. What? What do you mean? Didn't you hear him, Mel? Light-fingered Louie is dead. I have been entrusted with renaming that greatest criminal in our town's history. I think I'll go with Pilfering Pierre. That's, uh, fine, Mom. How about the Beret Murderer? Uh, he doesn't murder. He steals jewels. Francois steals a lot? Uh, the Paris Perliner? Keep working on it, Mom. We've got time before the next issue. This has been The Scoop Sisters, starring Karen Schickel as Mel, Victoria Olsen as Jasmine, Ayla McIntosh was Dana, and uh, Hyrith Boyer as Pilfering Pierre. <laughs> Thank you very much. Thank you.